if you spend any time in your industry or career path, you've probably experienced it. The feeling that something isn't right, that things are not working out the way you'd hoped, that the situation you're in does not really meet your long-term goals. We've all been there before, but it's no place to get stuck. So today I'm going to talk to you about if you're careening towards career burnout, something you can do today that might pull you back from the brink and keep you happy and successful in your career path. Stick around. Hey everybody, this is Michael Mack from the Keep It Simple Personal Brand Development Podcast. I wanted to reach out to you and let you know that if you were thinking about making a career change, or if you're unhappy with your current career predicament, you want to have somebody to talk to and bounce some ideas off of, you can schedule a private session with me where we can spend some time looking at your current career status, where you'd like to see yourself heading, and how you can better get there faster. Email me at getmemichaelmack at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at getmemichaelmack for more of the same kind of content. And let's keep you into the stream of life and out of the gutter of disappointment. Career burnout is high among a lot of different career paths and industries and professions, particularly in the medical field and in law enforcement, we see higher rates of burnout. People who work in social services and counseling, we see high rates of burnout. But really, regardless of the kind of work that you do, you can find yourself in the phase where you're feeling burnt out or in other words to say, you're feeling like that you're not as creative or inspired or as sharp or you're as contributing as you used to be toward your work product. You don't feel like that you're going in the direction that you saw yourself headed or that somehow you've begun phoning it in, so to speak, and you're just kind of putting in time and one foot in front of the other and not really giving your best effort anymore. That's a terrible feeling because Work is such a major and important part of our lives, and we invest so much time into getting training and licensing and education towards pursuing a career to find that once you've actually been in your career path for a while, that it's dissatisfactory. It's not really what you had in mind. It's not really serving you the way you thought. And that can be for a lot of different reasons. There's a lot of different reasons for burnout. People reach this from different points of view and different aspects of their life. Some things can be as simple as outside stressors, raising children, marital problems, financial problems, addiction, all kinds of things that aren't directly related to your workplace and your career path can have a major negative impact, unfortunately, on your work satisfaction. So one thing to look at in if you're heading towards burnout is is it really my job? Is it really my employer? Is it really my career path that's making me feel kind of depressed or uninterested in the work? Or are there other outside factors that are impeding on my work that are competing with my attention and energy, which unfortunately are not leaving me the proper resources that to contribute to my current career path? Am I not giving everything that I have to my career path because of these outside stressors? Now, some of those can be controlled for, some can't, some are things that you can uh, take action on, some are not, but certainly taking care of yourself is the first step to avoiding burnout. If you're not eating right, if you're not sleeping enough, if you're not taking care of your basic hygiene, if you're not taking care of your basic mental health, you can't really expect to have a good baseline for having a successful career and giving your best effort 
in your career path. You just, it's, it doesn't make any sense, right? So if you don't invest in yourself, if you don't invest in your own health and your own well-being, you don't really have the capacity to give what you don't have. So the first thing to do to avoid uh, career burnout is ensure that you are taking as best care of yourself as possible. You're getting adequate rest, that you're sleeping, you're drinking water, you're eating healthy meals, you're getting light exercise, you're taking time away to do things that you enjoy, uh, not over-investing in your work life, not over-committing in your work life to where you're spending an enormous amount of time working and not doing anything else, right? Work-life balance is a big part of this. So make sure that when you're looking at the scope of your career path and where you are in your career path, that your work-life balance is reflected in that, that you are taking time to spend time doing things that are not work-related, that are not work-centric. So if it's exercise, if it's spending time with family, if it's watching movies or listening to music or playing music or making art or whatever it is, it's important that you make sure that you make time for that and make that a priority as well. Otherwise, you may find that your disillusionment with your work and your career path may be uh, a self-sabotage of sorts, that you don't realize that you're not giving yourself enough time and energy and space to take care of you to give out the worst, best that you can give. So self-care is the first rule of avoiding career burnout. Uh, in any case, no matter what your profession is, no matter how, long or how advanced you are in your career or if you're just starting out, uh, even if you were just beginning on your career path, if you have just graduated college or your uh, licensing program, wherever you've gotten your credentials from, and you're just starting out, you can experience burnout. This isn't something that you have to be on the job for any length of time in order to qualify for. It's nothing that requires, uh, you know, say, I haven't been doing this long enough to feel burned out. Absolutely not. You can be in your career path your first year or two years or five years in your career and still feel burned out because uh, for a lot of reasons, but number one being lack of self-care. Take care of yourself. It's really important. And you're not going to be able to, to do the best job you possibly can and invest in your future optimally if you are not taking care of your physical health and your mental health. The second thing that I would say that you can do right away to either prevent career burnout or stop the erosion of your career um, satisfaction and happiness would be to talk about it. Talk with someone else that is impartial, that is not your supervisor or your boss or an underling, and to talk to someone that you trust, that you can discuss what you're experiencing in your career path and get some perspective. Oftentimes, when you are in a bad space with a work problem, it's it becomes kind of like it's closing in on you. The longer and longer it goes on, the more and more you can feel like that you are developing a sense of powerlessness over the situation, that you don't have anywhere to go, that there's nothing you can do, there's no sense in trying. And uh, that can be really deteriorating to your uh, ability to perform the tasks and to do the job well. If you're in a position where you feel like that you have a hostile work environment or you have someone that is a you know negative energy on your team or what have you, uh, certainly that can be hard to overcome. And talking about it with someone else and getting some perspective can be extremely helpful. What I'm not talking about, which is often the case, is that you go home or I go home and you complain about it, right? You complain to your spouse or to your 
a significant other or your partner or whoever and say, oh my God, so-and-so at work is just blah, 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 blah. And I can't believe, and they shouldn't be doing this and all that stuff, right? No, I'm not talking about, you know, carping about how you don't like your coworkers. That's, that doesn't go anywhere. What I am saying is that if you're talking to someone who can give you some perspective on the problem, who's not directly involved in the problem, can help you to see the forest for the trees, right? Sometimes we can get too close to problems. We can get too close to other people's personalities. And there could be some conflict in there that without some impartiality, it can be difficult for us to accurately assess what's happening and to get some air into this thing and get some perspective and say, okay, I can see now that the way I'm approaching this is wrongheaded, or I can see now that I need to devote more energy into this area, or I need to take this action, or, you know, sometimes the best case is not take any action at all, you know, just don't act uh, until things get resolved. So, but, you know, when you're in your own head about a problem, when you're in your own head about trying to figure out how to do something, uh, it can be difficult to get that emotional distance. And so talking to somebody that is uh, able to help you see things clearly and to kind of pull things apart could be a big part of solving the problem. Uh, Albert Einstein famously said, the mind that caused the problem cannot solve the problem. And I'm a big advocate of that, that, you know, sometimes if, if my perspective on something is wrong, it will color my actions. You know, the way that I see things and perceive things will color the way that I act to resolve them. And so uh, oftentimes if I can get some perspective some, from someone it can really help me to um, better negotiate what I need to do versus what I want to do. Negotiate what's best versus what I want to do, right? And kind of categorizing those things and giving myself some action steps that I can take for resolution instead of just feeling like I'm circling the same problem over and over again. I'm hitting the same mistake over and over again that I keep getting trounced on over and over again, right? That's a sense of powerlessness. That's a sense of hopelessness and, and despair and, and depression which can lead to career burnout. So the best way we can kind of mitigate that is one, self-care, and two, talk with somebody. Talk with someone in, the, in a helpful, positive way. And I'll just say again, if you don't have someone in your life that you can talk to about these things, about your career problems, uh, you can contact me and we can schedule a session one-on-one where we can set up a meeting via uh, Zoom link and we can talk about your career aspirations where you'd like to see yourself head in your career and how to get there from here. So you can always contact me at getmemichaelmack at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at getmemichaelmack and you can always send me a direct message there. So far, we've established a couple of things that you can do right away to assess your ability to perform in your career path optimally. First is assessing your physical and mental mental health. Are you giving yourself enough physical capacity and mental capacity to facilitate doing the job at a high level? Are you giving yourself enough space to entertain other areas of your life that are just as important as work? Are you fostering relationships with others? Are you giving significant interest and time to important people in your life? Are you investing in activities that you like? Are you exercising? Are you eating well? Are you drinking water? Are you doing the things that we know are important 
in order to have a strong work-life balance. The second thing we talked about was communication. Are you discussing your problems with someone professionally or casually uh, with a confidant or somebody that you can trust and not carping about your coworkers or about how lousy your boss is or any of that kind of stuff? Are you actually talking with someone to help get some emotional distance and help prescribe you some avenues that you can take to further your ability to perform well? That's the second thing. The last thing, the last tip I want to give you today is something that's a little bit different. It's outside of the scope of your, you know, checking on yourself and checking in with yourself. This is uh, another area that I found in career development, which is so, so important and can really be the big difference between feeling like you're still active in your career and an active participant and feeling like that you are contributing uh, creatively and materially to your own benefit, and that is always be learning. Always be learning. I'm a big advocate of lifelong learning and being a lifelong learner. I really believe that it's important in the 21st century workforce that we all do our utmost to remain uh, cogent with the standards and practices of our industry. For some people, this is kind of thrust upon them with uh, continuing education units or continuing education credits for licensure. For other people, it may be required for practicing their profession. But regardless, I'm not suggesting that uh, if you are taking CEUs to keep your license up to date, that's not enough. That's not lifelong learning. That's not career learning. That is required work to maintain your license. What I'm asking you to consider doing is taking an interest in your own career avenue, the own your, your field of, of expertise, and of your own volition, of your own time, try to commit to taking in new information about your field of interest or your career path. So for example, if you work in marketing, uh, marketing has changed so much uh, over the past few years, and it has evolved into many, many subsects and subset industries and whatnot. Um, certainly, you can go online and find resources from interesting thought leaders, um, influencers, people who are contributing to the body of knowledge and wealth of this community of which you're a part and take an interest in what, what is happening around you in your field. One of the things that can often break people down and make them feel like that they're not happy or satisfied in their job anymore is the feeling of, I know it all, I've seen it all before, I've done it all before. There's nothing new you can tell me about how I do my job. There's nothing new that you can tell me that I haven't seen before in my career path. And that kind of thinking leads to kind of a dead end that kind of thinking will lead you to a point of like, why even bother checking? Why even bother looking when I know it all? And that is, you know, for lack of a better word, arrogant. That's very arrogant to think that because unless you're in an industry of one and you're the only person in the entire world who's ever done your job before and will only ever do it since, it's very unlikely that you know everything about your career path, that you know everything there is to know, and you've done it all and you've seen it all. It's very, very unlikely. Let's suggest, for example, that you are a counselor. Uh, counseling is a major, major field of interest and has many complexities, and there's always evolving 
types of theory and practice and ways of improving your ability to be a counselor. If you're a dentist, if you are a a physician, if you're an architect, if you are a carpenter. Uh, Carpentry is an age-old practice, but certainly there's some really interesting things being done with carpentry today uh, and construction which uh, are worthy of taking an interest in and maybe learning more about. And learning to this point is not really about attaining anything like a degree or completing a class and getting a certification, although that is a a possibility. You could certainly enhance your career by taking an online course or a, a college course to improve your understanding of things. But also learning can just be going on YouTube and searching for your interest category or your career profession and find out what people are putting out there. YouTube is a an incredible, incredible resource of real life, in time uh, people who are participating in a dialogue with, with other people online about any industry you're in. If you're into repairing cars, if you are into um, chiropractic medicine, it really doesn't matter. There are people on YouTube who are out there talking about whatever it is that you do and talking about what they, uh, giving product reviews, they're talking about uh, best practices, they're talking about their approach, anything. There's so much out there. And it's not just YouTube. There's also, if you Google things, if you go to magazines that are online, if you follow things on Twitter that are smart, listen to my podcast about who on earth are you following that I did recently. Um, There's so, so much. The world is so much bigger than your own perspective. And if you can just open up your mind to that and allow yourself to say, hey, I don't know what I don't know. And there's more out there that I could learn and, and glean from and take into my own practice and hone this into myself, only good things can spring from that, right? It's only an investment of yourself that will pay dividends because you are taking the time and the interest to do something that is going to enhance your ability to do your job better and, in fact, make you happier in your career path. It's a win on win on win. Okay, that's what I have for you for now. Those are three things that you can do today without uh, requiring any money or any kind of uh, expenditure that you can do to check on yourself, check in with yourself, and talk to somebody else and possibly learn more about your career path that will make you more effective in your career, make you a better employee, contractor, or business owner, and reinvigorate your interest in your career and get you sparked to want to do more of what you do best. And that's what this is about. Career uh, work is such a major part of our lives and such an incredible amount of, of time and energy is spent towards perfecting our profession that it's worthwhile to treat it respectfully and to treat your professional work respectfully and to let it be something important and let it take up a space in your life that you enjoy the occupation of that space, that you enjoy the time that you're investing in this thing, not just for money, not just because you're going to do this to make money, but also you're doing this because this is your life's work, right? Your life's work is in part what you do for a living. So take it seriously and invest in it and treat it right and treat yourself right. Don't get yourself to the point where you're feeling like there's no place left to turn or that you're at a dead end career or that you're in a dead end place in life. There are turns you can make today. There are actions you can take that will help you to break out of that mindset 
and refocus your energies and say, aha, I need to start doing A, B, and C today in order to get me further down the road. And that's what this is about. Just want to reiterate one more time, in case you didn't hear me the first couple times. If you want someone to have a professional career consultation with, you can contact me and we could do a private one-on-one session via Zoom. Uh, Mac at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at GetMeMichaelMack. Please subscribe to this podcast. Give me a thumbs up. Uh, get, write a review. And as always, always, always most important, I love hearing from you. I love hearing from people who are listening to this podcast and getting good stuff and telling me what's working for them and telling me uh, what you'd like to hear more about. So keep the emails coming. Keep the DMs coming. I'm loving hearing what you have to say and uh, sponsoring this community. And I really hope that we can together build something that can help us all to uh, raise our, our shores together and all be better successful at life. We're in this thing together. We might as well help each other out. All right, that's it. Have a good day or night wherever you're at and hearing this and stay tuned and stay dry if you can.